Hey guys, and welcome back to Black Girl Manifest Podcast. This is Brittany. And this is Anika. Hey, Nika, how are you this week? I'm good. How about you? I'm good. I took, I've been, I've been tired and I did not know that until today. I was off work. I was supposed to do run some errands, but I hung out with a friend today. And when I got back, I was like, let me just go ahead and get in this bed for like 30 minutes. And it was raining outside. Baby, I pulled them covers up to my chin and I was. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I was asleep for like five hours. That that was definitely a whole ass um, deep rest. That was not a nap. But I'm glad it you got it. You it deserve it. It was a nap. A nap. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad this week is over. It's been um, kind of long. And um, yeah, I've been tried many times this week. I'm glad it's over. Mm-mm-mm. I'm glad it's over for you too, because baby, I know the stories. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. So before I introduce the topic, um, I wanted to let you guys know that we previously did not have a name for our discussion segment, but um, Brittany has come up with the name Higher Vibration. So that is what we'll mm-hmm. be calling this segment moving forward. So yes. thank you for that, Brittany. Appreciate that. No problem. Um, so today we're going to be discussing spirituality and we actually have a special guest who I'm really really excited about she's a loving mother a divine feminine enthusiast a spiritual awakening god goddess who happens to be an herbalist with her own line of amazing natural skincare products called Zariah Essentials she's also an artist with a brand new EP 2010s out and my fellow Aries sister welcome to our show Claire Lyrics hey ladies Hi, oh my Thank you guys for that beautiful introduction. I really appreciate that. Sure. No problem. And thank you guys for having me on your beautiful podcast. I'm so excited that you guys finally launched Black Girl Manifest. It's lit. It's 2020, so I'm excited. Well, thank you. It's definitely an honor to have you on. So we're we're just as excited as you are, if not more. Thank you. I think this is a perfect topic to have you on for, like... Yeah, um, I mean, I always like talking about this type of stuff. So, um, you guys bringing me on for this type of topic is definitely something I'm ready to dialogue and dive deep in. You know. All right. All righty. So, okay, Claire, if you want to, um, since this top that we're kind of doing a deeper dive into spirituality, just pretty much having an open dialogue about it. Um, mm-hmm. can you tell us a little bit about your background? Okay, so um, my background in spirituality started from like pretty much being raised in the church. I grew up a seven-day Adventist, so I was going to church every Saturday um, and keeping, you know, just the, the Christian lifestyle. When I was in high school, I began to tap into um, other things as far as just like, just, you know, um, it was more so pro-Black things, pro-Black awareness. When I turned 18, I became what is known as a Hebrew Israelite. <laughs> I laughed because um, I feel like that was the cult stage of my um, of my early 20s, where I kind of was more in like a religious dogmatic type of um, spiritual space, you know. So <clears throat> I was in that for a few years. And um, from there, I began to tap into... 
on discovering like more about the divine feminine and that kind of led me to like a big rabbit hole of just so many things uh, but that kind of is what started it off for me so yeah I hope that answered your question it did perfectly so um for those of you who don't know um Claire is Haitian she did grow up in a Haitian household but I wanted to um touch on the Hebrew conversation because we don't I don't I think you were the first person to be honest that I knew that was you know quote-unquote Hebrew Hebrew is Israelite I didn't know much about it other than the word Hebrew in the Bible so it's could you like tell us about that and how that is comparable to Christianity if at all yeah sure um I feel like for me the Hebrew um Israelite a movement is it pretty much stems from the bible it kind of is just like a idea that like um black people are the original jews of the bible and that like you know um they are chosen and so like you have 12 tribes of israel and depending on which nationality you are you will fall under that that tribe and so um with the hebrews there's like a lot of different like laws and um it's a lot of morals and values and stuff that's very similar to um, any type of Christianity type of practice, but it's very focused on mostly the mosaic laws. So we're, we're keeping like the mosaic dietary laws, no pork, no seafood, like crab um, and shrimp and things like that, um, while also observing the Sabbath, which is Saturday. And um, what else? there was holy days as well so it was just more so I feel like I would compare it as like the more ancient practices of the bible um in comparison to modern day Christianity I have a question about that Claire so you know people like to talk about you know the bible like okay the old testament is the old testament and the new testament is the new testament so how do they um how do they move about that? Like, you know, the Old Testament is the old laws, but how does that work with going into, like, the New Testament and their laws? Do they practice that, or how does that work? Yeah, like, some Hebrew Israelites, because it's, like, it's similar to Christianity, so you have different denominations, which they call camps. So some Israelites don't even believe in the New Testament. Like, they don't believe in Christ, the Messiah. They don't believe in that. They just strictly follow the the Torah, the Old Testament. And some people, like when I was practicing, I keep both. I keep the Old and New Testament. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I don't know if that, did that answer your question? Yes, it did. I'm, I'm just wondering, like, how do people, how do they navigate, like, not just, we just it, omitting the New Testament period, if that's what I'm understanding? Yeah, they just omit it, period. Yeah, like, they just, oh, wow. they just won't use it. They just put an ANA on that shit, not applicable over here. Exactly. <laughs> You're like, Christ, who's that? <laughs> really? I didn't know mm-hmm. that. I never yeah. knew that. That's very interesting. Yeah. But so know- a lot of Jewish people as well, they don't actually um, practice anything from the New Testament. They just mainly keep Torah. Hmm. So yeah, wow. a lot of Jewish, because a lot of Jewish don't necessarily believe in Christ. I think that's interesting because in the church where Brittany and I grew up, well, and probably um, where you did too, Claire, like they, it's kind of like the Old Testament was like, oh, you know, it's there. We'll reference it if we need to, but we really go for the New Testament. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I remember just not really 
being too keen on the you know Genesis Exodus oh we in Mark and Luke now you know what I mean mm-hmm, so I mm-hmm. that's, that's interesting um you did mention it was like a cult though um in what ways was it cult like um well it was very strict um and they kind of like don't associate themselves with anybody who doesn't believe in what they believe and what they practice um and it could it was like just it had its very aggressive ways of approaching things um also you know it's just very like it it made me kind of it reminded me of like a you know like one of those like mormon type of like everybody live in the village and you know yeah. the wives are under subjection and can't speak talk or breathe anything any air mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> but you know it, it kind of reminds me of that a little bit um and because like the leaders like the elders and the leaders of the different hebrew is like groups and camps they had like so many different stuff going on in different times like illegal stuff people get locked up and just a lot of just stuff that wasn't righteous and it's just like what is this what is, what am who's really leading me and how is it bringing me closer to spirituality because it put more of a fear in me when i found out about you know the israelites and the history i'm not gonna lie there is some history in the bible that does pertain to black people melanin people across the diaspora that's facts you know but um at the same time, I feel like, you know, it's it's something more special about finding out and discovering about yourself, especially in a spiritual standpoint, that should bring you, high, like, uh, excitement or joy or even, like, motivation. And as a Hebrew Israelite, sometimes it's just like, and Babylon is going to fall and Babylon is going to burn and don't go to school and don't go to work. And it's just like, and have babies. You know, like, and it's just like, mm. um, I feel like this world is probably going to last a lot longer than we think. And I feel like we should probably contribute to society. No, no, nobody feels like that. Like, you know, it's just, it's not, it wasn't productive thinking. So I feel like that's what cults kind of are. They isolate themselves from the, from society and just be extremists, you know? Got so. you. That makes perfect sense. So yes. in saying that, um, what brought about... And I'm going to call it an enlightenment. I mean, because, you know, if you're not, if you're no longer following in a, a cult, I would say you've been enlightened. What brought about that for you to where you're like, okay, I'm not with this anymore. I don't, I don't want to be associated. Um, right. Um, after having my third born, my son, I kind of just stepped away from it because like my girl, she actually, my girl actually is the first one that introduced me to crystals. She sent me a Yanni egg. Mm-hmm. Um, right after I had my third born and she was like, Hey girl, I want you to try this with me. And I'm like, what is this? You know, I used to call everything wicked. Everything was wicked. to me. Oh. That's wicked. That's not of the most high. So I'm like, what is this? Sis? I don't know what this is. You know, I was like concerned. So we used it. And I don't know if the rose quartz Yanni egg, do you guys know what a Yanni egg is? Yes. I've been yeah. trying to talk Anika into getting one. <laughs> You have I them? I want. I mean, yes, I just got one. Sometimes I have them seasonally available on the website, so I'll let you ladies know when I do have that up. So yes, yeah, please. I'll take another one. with the instructions from the one to the ten, please. Thanks. <laughs> you said what? Send mine with instructions from one. To- I- 
I absolutely will. <laughs> I got to Okay, wait. I have a question about when you explain what this is, you know, what Yoni eggs is to everybody else. I have a question for you. It's, mm-hmm. it's a little personal, but I got a question. Go ahead. Okay, sure. So a Yoni egg is um, an egg-shaped crystal that is smoothed out um, that you use to put inside your Yoni, your Punani. And um, it is supposed to strengthen your pelvic floor muscles, make your vagina um, tighter, make sex um, better, um, make you wetter, more lubricated during sex, um, and the metaphysics aspect of it. So that's the physical benefits. But the metaphysical aspects of the Yanni egg serves for womb healing. So depending on the crystal, it's going to allow you to um, heal your womb. Um, and, you know, especially if you want to just cleanse yourself from from energies, people you may have messed with in the past or traumas that you may have experienced, whether it be um, rape or um, sexual assault in any shape or form, the Yanni egg serves as as the tool to heal the womb. So depending on the crystals, it has different purposes. So rose quartz, for example, it's a loving crystal. It's a crystal for uh, fertility. It's a crystal for um, love and forgiveness and happiness. So um, I would suggest that to a woman if they are focusing on those type of things, you know? Okay, Rose so this, quartz, this is egg. Y'all know I write my notes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I keep my, I put my rose quartz in my bra, but mm-hmm. I have a question, Claire, if it's not too personal. Have you had sex with your Yanni egg in? Absolutely. I have. And can you please explain to Anika? Because <laughs> all I'm hearing is a Tom and Jerry moment. And I'm just <laughs> Can you please explain to her, like, it's supposed to, like, intensify orgasms and yes. make so much, you know, make sex so much better? Because I think, it, if I'm not mistaken, it's, like, right on your G spot, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've had it inside where my partner doesn't even, my partner doesn't even know it was there. <laughs> you know, it's an afterwards. I'd be like, well, you know, I have my yoni egg in there. So for me, the yoni egg um, during sex is probably the most magical thing you could do. Um, it really, really amplifies it. Like, I mean, this there's about eight, eight, nine levels of orgasms that a woman could experience. One of them has to do a lot with what's going on inside of your your vagina. So you could have a uterus orgasm. You can have a, a cervical orgasm. You can have a clitorious orgasm or you can like squirt when it comes to like down there. Um, and I think that like when it comes to cervical or, or you know, your uter- your uterus or orgasm, the Yanni egg does aid in that because like um, Brittany said, you know, you put it up into your G-spot and it holds there and you want to keep the intentions of kegeling even while you're, you know, getting penetrating you want to keep kegeling um because that's what's going to contract the um your yawny muscles more so i've had um so many women tell me like they squirted and i hope that's not tmi but they squirted on like you know like with their yawny egg and they've had like their first orgasms if they've never experienced orgasm um, you know, like it's it was so healing between their partner, especially if they're if you're practicing like intentional sex and intentional like manifesting through um orgasms with your partner. These things are are essential. These things are like really beneficial. Um, and yoni eggs could really 
add add to that, you know. Yes, I can't and wait to put mine in use, child. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Give me a bit of Tell me how you like yeah. it. <laughs> you hear what I said, Brittany? What'd you say? I said, send me a video. I want to see with my Uncle Ruckus eye. <laughs> yes, uh, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Not Uncle Ruckus. <laughs> okay. Oh, um, so just to go back to one part. So you said she, to what brought actually about your enlightenment, um, mm-hmm. you said that she got you this egg and is that the pivotal moment where you were like, hey, I don't want to do this shit. Like what was what did that what was that looking like after that? Something shifted. I mean, something shifted. I don't know where it came from. I feel like, you know, after you put it in the Yanni egg, like I know that was the start because I was dealing with so much stuff in my previous marriage and I was trying to get out of it. And just, I started to, well, actually, let me backtrack to a few months before I actually got the Yanni egg. It was 2016 when I got, when I gave birth to my son, Ezra. Um, In February, he was born in 2016. 2015 in December, I will never forget this. I had a dream and it was a lucid dream. Do you guys know what lucid dreaming is? Yes, yes. we want to. So, that. so for those who don't know. Lucid dreaming is pretty much you're asleep, but you recall everything that's happening in your in your in your dream. And like you could kind of like see everything that's happening. Like it's like still real, but you're asleep. Um astral dreaming or astral projecting is more so when you trick your body to sleep in, but you are fully awake but still asleep. It's 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 interesting. But anyways, so I was lucid dreaming for sure this December night. And um, I remember lucid dreaming back in, in the day when I was so much younger. But I was like in a regular typical Bible study class with my fellow brothers and sisters. And um, I remember looking at the Bible and the Bible looked like the Matrix. Like it was like coding and it was like moving across the, the Bible. The scriptures was just moving across, flying across the Bible. And I heard this loud masculine voice that said, read it in the Hebrew, like mad out. And I was just like, okay, I'm going to do that. And so when I woke up out that dream, I swear, I just, I, it, it, I didn't know what to do. No matter how I tried, I tried to go to Bible classes. I tried to talk to my brothers and sisters. I tried to fast. But I just did not look at the Bible the same. Like, I would be in in Bible classes with my ex-husband, with the other brothers and sisters, with the elders. And I'm just like, something's not clicking. It's like, as soon as after that dream, it's just like, it didn't make sense to me anymore. So I feel like that kind of like, that dream kind of set the tone. I remember reaching out to people and telling them like you know like in the community and they're just like you know sister you need a flat you need a fast you need to afflict yourself you need to you know you need to come back to the most high and I'm just like but I just I just feel like you know we should try to look at things in the Hebrew maybe and so um when I started to tap in and study the Hebrew I started to realize how much of a sacred language it actually is and I feel like the spirit guys and the universe most high guided me to study the Hebrew more so that I could understand um, the divine feminine in the Bible. Cause as I started to read the Hebrew, first of all, Hebrew is based off of geometry is based off geometria. 
So every number has a numerical value, which is a, a, it's a deep science to it. So the Hebrews were a very um, advanced people, you know, and um, when I began to tap into like different scriptures, I began to see more of the divine feminine because the Bible is often so masculine. He this, he that, he, 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 mm-hmm. and God, he, and God, him, and God, he, he, like, it's just like, but where's my mom's? you know and I remember feeling so frustrated at one point in time where I literally cussed out the most high I was like I don't want to talk to you I want to talk to my moms like there's got to be a divine feminine in there and as soon as I said that I started to just tap into all the manifestations of the most high in the in the feminine form from Oshun to Yemaya Mm -hmm. to um, other African um um deities and goddesses and even um the women in the scriptures or even um the holy spirits which is really the divine feminine in the scripture and she is literally the the intuition of the most high we are the most we that's how Mm -hmm. powerful the the mother is you know and after that, the kid didn't nobody tell me shit. I was like, "Look, I don't know what you're talking about, but this don't make sense." As this is just men, all this men, 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 men energy is too too patriarchal, you know. I'm glad you brought that up because I think people actually do know that women are like uh, the end all and be all, and we carry so much power and so much this. And I think that's why people try to downplay it so much. I'm glad that you brought up Ocean and you mean yeah. like. I am studying and, you know, trying to tap into that as well. And I'm just like, that's some confirmation for me that you just said that. Yes, I'm happy. So let's discuss spirituality a little bit and what it means to you. Um, Spirituality is just following your spirit and your truth. Um, Listening to your intuition using religion to realign you but not to control you and rule your life oh mm. mm, mm, mm. do i need to say that again you do yeah for the people in the back for the people in the back use religion to realign you not to rule your reality Ooh. i i i truly believe that what's going to destroy mankind is re- religious and political dogma people are too too focused on politics and religion it's like my religion is better no my daughter's views is is just shut the fuck up everybody got something to contribute and we it's funny we actually talked about religion last week and how like you know we kind of expressed our views on it and how it has such a tight control where there's so many different denominations and it's like well what we do over here that is actually the correct way and it's like well they're not doing it correct it's like well i mean is that what that to me that's just some that's hard to to follow and stick to like and then we're just gonna go to the grave with this just believing that what i'm doing this small section of people is better or more righteous than what somebody else is doing right i'm I'm starting to believe like um as i get a little bit older and i know this will probably offend some people but i'm starting to believe like religion is very opinion opinion based yes um like you and I can read the same thing and I form an opinion and you form an opinion but then you go teach the masses your opinion like but what's right and what because it's based off right. how you perceive it and your perception is coming from you know y- your perception is going to be based off of how you were raised and a lot of other factors yeah. around that so it's just yeah 
Yeah, I agree. I agree. And a lot of it has to do with just unlearning, literally brainwashing our our brains with soap and, you know, like having a having an open mind, open heart, ready to receive, being ready to not to, to let go of what you've been taught, you know, so. Yeah, so spirituality is just an open playing field for for me, like I can't really put no specific definition to it, but for me, spirituality is body, mind, soul. It's like, even though it's a spiritual thing, um, it's so it could it manifests in the physical. Like everything that you do in the spiritual, because everything is meta. It's meta first, metaphysical. So I I, I refer to this term a lot, metaphysics, because I um if you guys uh, want to follow me on YouTube. Um, Claire Lyrics, I have like a lot of videos on the metaphysics. What the metaphysics actually means is the spiritual benefit of something. So you have the physical benefit and you have the spiritual benefit. So, for example, like roses as a flower. Roses are beautiful. They are high in antioxidants. They're high in vitamin C. This is the physical benefit of rose. But the metaphysical benefits of roses, they're good for love they're good for self-care they're good for fertility or you know you you see where i'm going with it yeah so um why i say that spirituality is just spirituality is just as equal to you know the physical is because it starts in your brain it starts in your mind it's it's a seed first in your brain so it's always going to manifest in the physical so that's why a lot of people the way they they think like and i couldn't really be too deep in that hebrew israelite movement anymore because it was just too much negativity was bringing this sense of failure into my life you know and i just couldn't mm. do that yeah wow. so. yeah okay um so i also wanted to because I've, I've seen you um of course um we're facebook friends so i've seen you post a lot of stuff about you know um people saying this is like wicked or then kind of referring to people as witches in a in a bad way but every time i hear the term witch or something like that i personally even though i grew up in the church and that was kind of associated with bad things me now is kind of like oh well tell me more what what is i mean what is it about this you know what do people consider things that are you know of a witch and why is that like so such a negative thing could you like say your opinion on that um it's as simple as like people just not understanding um you know like what witches actually are their purpose of them um i just feel like society television you know America, they portray like the negative so much, so it's been embedded in people's minds to think as anything that is not of the Bible as something wicked, you know. So <clears throat> I don't think that witches is anything wicked. Um, I believe that in all all religions, including African spirituality, voodoo, Santaria, Ifa, Yoruba, all these teachings, they are religions as well. Um and Christianity, Buddhism, um, Hinduism, and all these things like you have good righteous people who are mm-hmm. Christian, who are Buddhists, who are voodoo priestess and priests, and you have evil people 
who are Catholic priests raping kids and evil people who are witches texting people. I mean, it's, it's not to say that that religion is more righteous than the other. It's just that it depends on the person that's practicing whatever they're practicing. Because there's a lot of Christians who are wicked as hell. They wicked. Mm-hmm. They the real witches. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So it just all depends. Like, you know, I can't say, like, there's not negativity in certain stuff. There is. That's why we always have to be mindful and take heed. But, you know, these are all just terms that we throw around um, and stereotype based on what we've been been taught. So I've noticed like an in, an increase of people who have called themselves witches and a, a lot of people who are getting into spiritual spirituality and crystals and herbs and all that kind of stuff. How do you feel about the shift in how do you feel like, you know, people are shifting or do you feel like it's a spiritual awakening that's going on or do you feel like hey like this is kind of the wave right now right um yeah it's definitely a trend um but it's a healthy trend you know it's a healthy trend um I'm happy that it's happening especially with social media knowledge is going to be increased you know the internet is based off of our intellect so we're connected deeper now with the internet just being so accessible to us it was bound to happen um I believe in things coming in as waves. You know, when the wave is high, you got to ride it. When the wave is low, it's bound to come up. So don't get it twisted. It's going to come a time where we go back to sleep again and it becomes very, very religious again in society. And then it's the time where it's awakening and knowledge is just just flourishing and everybody's just on a different spiritual tip, you know, connected to the most high, connected to the source. So, um, it's bound, it was bound to happen, and I'm really happy that we are alive in this time, and we could see people who are vegans, we could see people who are practicing yoga, we could see people who are still even Christians, or you know what I'm saying? Like, um, so yeah, I feel like the only thing is, like, you kind of have to be careful a little bit because, like, when it comes to you know spirituality, it's a playing field that not too many people know. You know, and if you're not careful, if you're not grounded, if you don't know how to, you know, transmute energies, people could really fuck around and make (laughs) and, you know, do the wrong thing. (laughs) You feel me? So, you know, you just always want to be mindful. Give yourself time. Listen to your intuition. Study. Ask elders. Learn, you know. So, well, you know, it's funny because I feel we talked about this last week a little bit, too. Like, I feel like in church kind of it was, they discussed like, you know, the spiritual this or the spiritual that, but I never felt like um, until I learned more about spirituality, it seemed, it, it never really like completely made a full circle for me, the spiritual part of religion other than, you know, Jesus rising, you know, from the dead, whatever. Um, you know what I mean? It was in, in the Holy Spirit, but other than that, it, it just kind of fell flat on the spirit part for me. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, what do you think it is? I don't know. I just feel like when the truth, how we think of spirituality truly, and they speak of, you know, your spirit is going to, you know, either go to heaven or hell. I just don't think they, you know, Christianity does a, a, a great job in kind of um, bringing that all together. Where when you're talking about metaphysical benefits and, 
you know, how you should be careful with being spiritual and kind of going deeper. It's like it kind of stops for a second in religion and Christianity for me. Whereas this other side just seems like it, it's kind of like a line in the middle. I don't know. That's just kind of how I see it. It just and it and I have a hard. You know, I don't know. No, it makes sense though. Yeah, I kind of see it like that too. It is. It is a line. You know, it's like you either over here or over there. You know, but yeah. we don't. We spiritual, but not really. I don't know. Yeah, that's I would my. Have... Go ahead, Claire. No, no, no. Go ahead. It's it's funny that y'all both say that because I was having a conversation with somebody who was, a, you know, not super religious, but not super spiritual either. They were just kind of like, got one foot on both sides. And I was like, yeah, when we die, you know, that's the end I'll be y'all. Not, y'all should have seen like their face. Like, what do you mean? Like, we just, you mean, like, so you think like the world is just one big ass ball and we just spin it <laughs> in real space. And, yeah. you know, it's light years and light years. I started talking about like aliens and shit. I was like, it, it's not just <laughs> us here. And they just looked at me like, okay, bitch, we done. Like, I definitely believe in aliens. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, that, that hurts yeah. their brain to think outside of what they were taught because religion kind of keeps everything in the palm of your hand. Like, listen, just focus on this right here. You know, we got the Mars and the Pluto and, you know, that's cute or whatever, but we, we just right over here. Like, right, wait, right, right. We got this whole other galaxies, multiple galaxies over here. We just not going to talk about that? And you know what yeah. the gag is? What Hebrew Israelites don't even believe in planets. <laughs> that is a gag. Stop. Stop. I said, they they said planets comes from Greek worship, Greek satanic worship. Jupiter and Saturn and all these places. Like Roman so gods. They're Roman so gods. They're not real. And it's just like, oh my gosh. You guys, the Hebrew, you mean to tell me the Hebrew, you mean to tell me the Hebrews did not no mathematics, astrology, agriculture, science, and magic. I mean, Moses was a was a goddamn waterbender. He was an airbender. That boy was I, an avatar. Avatar. <laughs> we need know like, it. How do I be like them ancestors? Because y'all soft. And you know, that brings me back to like, um, that brings it back to like what you were saying when you were saying like, it's like we're spiritual, but we're not spiritual. And that's one thing yeah. that I observed especially with people who hold on to the Bible as like their source, their foundation, they worship the most high carnally. It's like a physical routine. Wake up, go to church, go through your day, wake up, go to church, read your little scriptures, pray, wake up, go to church. But nobody's really actually tapping into the, the spiritual, I mean, spirit, the way the people in the Bible is happening because they're too scary. They're scared. They're not, they're not ready for that. They're not ready Mm. for that. Because mm. the people in the Bible, even they was way more entirely differently spiritual. You had David, Daniel, excuse me, Daniel, who was commanded to go on a Daniel fast of bitter herbs. The Most High instructed this man to go into the field and pick certain specific bitter herbs. For bitter herbs, bitter herbs, they activate, um, they're like a, a, a cleansing herb. So things like burdock root, things like... Uh, um, what is it? Uh, shoots wormwood and things like that. These dandelion leaf, they act as a way to cleanse and rid the body of parasites. It removes parasites as your body, but in a physical form, they also make you lucid dream and astral project. So Daniel is on a fast, right? This brother's on a fast, eating bitter herbs, and he probably was eating some psychedelics too. 
Mm-hmm. Um, because he was literally was having visions in his dreams, but this is this is the part that people don't that people fail to realize. He was he was doing more than just dreaming. He was he was in a deep meditation. He was astral projecting. Because when you look at astral projecting, that's the only time that you could you could see the past and the future, like coexist. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's my theory. But I feel like the Most High told me that and told me to tell y'all that. <laughs> it's just amazing like they don't you know Christians will like like you said Moses parted the you know the Red Sea if this if this is what we're believing that the Bible said and uh, Daniel got the lions not to you know eat them up or whatever Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego went through Mm -hmm. a furnace and were able to you know come out on the other side and not burned up y'all mean to tell me that y'all don't believe in like healing crystal and herbs and all this kind of stuff so if God can let these people come out on the other side, you know, of the other side of the wash clean. Why can't he do the same thing for these flowers that he created, these stones he created? You know, why right. can't he do the same for that? And Ooh. it's all in the Bible. The You know, they use crystals in the, in the Bible. Every The 12 tribes, they all have their specific crystal. And Brittany, how many times do we have to sit up there and sing, Holy Spirit, rescue me? What, what were y'all talking about? What are, what are we talking about? Because this is not the rescue. Right. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Words is everything. It's like a, you know, spelling yeah. is to spell. So it's like the churches be putting straight spells on people. They don't even realize. Right. Because all these mm. stories, Jonas and the whale, like all these, like, not natural normal type of situation it's like oh god did it but it's like nobody wants to explain like there could have been a little something and how that actually happened it's like oh no not the magic stuff you you own not that harry potter shit like it's it's it's, it's god this is of god and it just happened but it don't happen today like it's like okay so can you bring that around for me and that's what i have a problem with and just it's like it's it's so far-fetched it's like is this a movie like yeah what so you have people in the bible who beat death like enoch and elijah these these people did not see death they beat death they ascended i want to be like that motherfucker i'm trying to be like that. <laughs> how do i how do i be like those hebrew folks? i'm trying to see I'm, what they be like i want to be right. like them christ is even if you look at jesus now this brother was on some full metal alchemist type stuff straight off off that this brother was walking on water, turning wine, water into wine on some alchemy type stuff. We feeding people two two fish and two breads. I'm just like, <laughs> how? Y'all gonna eat? That ain't enough for me. <laughs> what we about to eat? That's what they said to Jesus. Like, I you know how many times we run out of wine here, and I just be like, I'm finna turn some water into wine, and I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I not Christ-like? Y'all <laughs> <laughs> meant right. Mm-mm-mm. It's horrible. Okay, so Claire, what is your biggest takeaway in life with your journey thus far? Like, what's your biggest lesson that you've come to on this journey? Just have an open mind, you know. Um, don't be scared to fail, and just. You know, really, really have an open mind. You know, there's a lot of people out, out here in the world that's just filled with knowledge. So, you know, I feel like before me having a closed mind back in the day, um, as 
uh, in, you know, in my religious journey, it didn't really like help me. It didn't enable me. I feel like now I'm a lot more able to have a conversation with anybody and respect and also learn about their their God, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's my biggest takeaway, you know, be open-minded, have an open heart, ready to receive and um, know that like everybody is a, is a contribution to a one um, one mind, one consciousness, you know, we're all experiencing different things, but we're essentially just part of this one big brain somewhere in the galaxy, you know, <laughs> so yeah. You said that perfectly. Yeah. That was... Okay, I enjoyed this conversation. I think this is one of my favorites. Like I say that every episode, but (laughs) this is one of my favorites. Yeah, because it feels so free and just kind of like, okay, this is my type of shit. I don't know what y'all be talking about. Right. No, this this is this was great. Thank you guys so much. Like I really appreciate it. I'll be waiting for the people to come at my door with you know the uh, the fires with sticks and burn her after this episode come out. OMG. Email gonna... me your scriptures. We're going to talk about it. Right. We're going to annotate it. Ugly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, Claire. So we like to do this thing, this new thing with our guests that we have on the show. Mm-hmm. And it is called Rapid Fire. And we're going to just ask you some random ass questions and you answer that whatever comes first to mind. These are not like long questions. It's one and done. Okay. Yes. Anika, do you want to go first? You want to go first? I'll go first. Sure. Okay. All right. Ready, Claire? Yes. (laughs) Who do you you admire the most? My mama. Awesome. What's something you could eat for a week straight besides rice? Damn, I know (laughs) I was going to say rice. Because you tried me. I knew it. Pasta. Okay. Biggest pet peeve. Hot breath. <laughs> <laughs> okay, most ratchet thing you've ever done. <laughs> I gotta make you real close to this one. Most ratchet thing I ever done. Um, uh, cut my hair. I cut my tracks in the work bathroom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay. Last question. What's the worst place you could get stuck? Ooh. On the toilet. <laughs> Shitty booty ass. <laughs> on on the elevator. That is true. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, be so that's, that's okay. Answer. Ready? Yes. What do you what do you think you'll be like in your next life? I think I'm gonna be a man, you know. I just want to be swinging something around. Yes. <laughs> me too. I hope I'm a fond okay. man. <laughs> if you could time travel, what era would you go to? Um, the 80s. Mm-hmm. That's good. Pick one, Idris Elba or Young and May. Young and May. Damn, yeah. that was hard, baby. Yeah. Mm hmm. <laughs> Definitely. If you had to listen to one album for the rest of your life, where would what would it be? Miss Education of Lauren Hill. Oh, that's a good one. And if you could travel to any place in the world and be stuck there with three things, where would you go and what would you bring? 
Um, I will go somewhere in Africa. I don't know the country. Um, and I will bring my guitar, my kids. I would just add them as one thing. (laughs) (laughs) And some fire. No, let me not say that. And, um, go ahead and just say it. Right. Okay. So fire American gotcha. <laughs> 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 yes. I didn't want to say it, but I had to. You say <laughs> it. Say <laughs> it. So yeah. Yeah, thank you so much, Claire, for having this conversation with us. That was us. fun. Oh my gosh. Thank you guys. Good I've never done this much. before. So I'm so happy that you guys had me on. Not a problem. Not a problem. And we're back. (laughs) (laughs) We've reached our favorite segment, my favorite segment of the podcast called the Audacity segment. And in this segment, if niggas ain't got shit else, they got the what, Brittany? Audacity. And Claire, so pretty much with them, in this segment, anybody is a nigga. It doesn't matter what you look like. Whoever (laughs) had the fucking audacity to try us this week is a nigga. (laughs) And I'm still trying to determine, Brittany, do you have one, please, that you do? Somebody tried. I do. I do. But Claire, do you have one? I'll let our guests. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Oh, I actually have one from today. Let's hear it. Come on. So I picked up a new habit that my best friend, um, Deja, is helping me with. um, I saw this. Oh, my God. I saw this. So I've been pole dancing out here in these streets, trying to get my core together, trying to be in tune with my divine feminine. And people are not liking it. And so, a random follower who has never been my Facebook friend inboxes me and tells me that I need to stop wrapping my saggy ass around that pole. (laughs) That is wild. Wait, seriously? (laughs) I forgot to tell you that. Yes, seriously. And I was just like, thank you. (laughs) I mean, I saw you posted this long message from her, and I'm like, so you just went, were you giving her a lesson or like, what was the point of that? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I mean, it was okay. It was, a. she wrote me a couple of things. I just said, thank you. And then, um, <laughs> just kept going and I was like, thank you some more. But, um, yeah, she's definitely a nigga for that because like, who are you? <laughs> You know what that is, though? That's definitely projection because I bet she's scared to get her saggy, flat, pancake titty ass on that pole. (laughs) Right. Looking like she probably looked like an Oompa Loompa for real. Looking like, uh, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead, Brie. Come on with the Memphis uh, check in. Looking like Miss Myra from Martin. Girl, if you don't get your ass on, if you don't get your, I was just like, I'm really like entertained by it, but I had posted because you guys, you guys know my platform be lit, but everybody else probably don't know. So I had posted it on Facebook, like, oh my gosh, somebody, somebody, y'all, I was just like, y'all mean as hell. And I put put, like the, the, you know, the crying face, like not the laughing face, but the crying face, like emoji and the like little weird emoji or whatever. And um, it's funny because like, oh, it's like I have so much support from people who are like watching me who don't say anything and it was just crazy it was just like so many comments of people like girl you inspire me I'm gonna go buy my poll next Friday I'm like oh okay see so it just 
I didn't care at first to begin with, but it just made me not care even more because it's just like, so what? Like, this is more than what people think, like stripping and getting naked and stuff like that. This is like, I'm tapping into my confidence. I'm tapping into my strength, you know, and it's exercise. I'm sore right now, believe it or not, you know. I actually believe that yeah. not because we, we did something up with that did you come with me with Tatori's pole class yes yes yes, yes. that did hurt because I think we both showed up at you right <laughs> don't, uh-uh, don't do that don't do that, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> we had to. don't do that That's they gonna try to drag me in. yes I was Ashy, but you didn't tell the world <laughs> god damn I didn't say you was Ashy since you was born I never said that I Bit. just said we showed <clears throat> up that day but you can't be oiled <laughs> up on the pole anyway no you can't that's what I'm saying we had to show up that way but it's funny that you 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 replied thank you instead of what you could have yeah. replied which is a which is really big that lets me know you in a you know not the not a negative place at all you must have read the four agreements Ooh. I absolutely did I read that every year that's essential I mean I just got done with but, it and I'm out me and Brittany were talking about how our wigs got snatched okay, okay. Like, put a pin in it, it put a pin in it okay 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 we will Claire, I just want to I, I, thank you for just saying thank you to her because I didn't say <laughs> like I I just saw you like your, your TikTok video that you made. I didn't know what was going on, but then I saw that you know mm-hmm. said people people were mean, but I just you know I never said anything about you pole dancing, but I find it like really inspiring. Like if I had the space in my apartment, oh, I would get a a pole or whatever because it's like. I mean, I could do this too. This is another way that I can feel confident, you know, mm-hmm. by myself and, you know, tap into my sexuality, be a little bit softer because, you know, I could be a little hard body thug sometimes. <laughs> right. Um, okay. So, yeah, thank, I mean, you for, it, thank you for my sharing. Girl, my girl, she, she's the one that's teaching me right now. And, like, honestly, like, I feel like I feel strong. I feel very strong and also tested with, with this because, one, it forces you to be sexy and I've never been a dancer so it forces me to be sexy but it also forces me to be like mentally and physically like fit so I don't care what anybody says like you know I'm gonna keep on doing it and by this time next year I'm be doing the most acrobatic acrobatic type stuff you know so that's the goal well at least you know you got an admirer for sure whether she admitted it or not yeah and if she said that she's been watching me for four i want to i want to read you guys the whole thing but it's just probably too much but she said she's been watching me for four years i'm like that's so weird why are people so weird on facebook girl if you like me if if you like me just say you like me girl it's okay yeah say it say it in the did you read it in the joe voice on you because that's how she came Nika. I've been watching. I've been watching you. Somebody said it in. Yeah, I think somebody have made that made that um that reference actually in the comment. They put oh, they, they put a gif of it. <laughs> Girl, because it's just like <sighs> people are so creepy. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was definitely. What's the segment called again? How the audacity? Yes. If niggas ain't got shit else, yes. they got all that. And they always do. They always do. Okay, <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead with my audacity. And my audacity is actually to myself. Ooh. I'm going to read myself a little bit uh, this week. And so we just talked about the four agreements or whatever. And I have been kind of like sitting on that book for like three years. 
Mm-hmm. I've had it, and I never get. I, was, <laughs> I never read it because, like, oh, everybody reading this book. I don't need to read this because everybody reading it. I don't want to be like everybody else. Oh no, but bitch, I needed it. Mm-hmm. Um, one the first thing that just really scalped my wig was don't. <laughs> It was the fucking first agreement. Don't take anything personally. And if anybody who knows me, the first the one, the, how they describe me would probably be like, you know, she she a great person, but that girl do be taking shit personal. I I take that shit to heart. Every time somebody says anything to me, especially if it's something that's negative, if it's something that I don't like, it's like, but why she say it like that? And why she hurt my feelings? And he said this, and he said that, and. When he said they could put a gun to your head and shoot you, don't take their shit personally. And I have to realize that shit is just so much bigger than I am. And just because I'm having a day, somebody else could be having a day. My day could be, you know, super duper minor to what they're fucking experiencing. So um, it just really just pulled my shit apart. Um. <laughs> I just can't believe that I've just been kind of sitting in this like zombie-like grieving-ass, trauma-ass state that I've been in and I've you know, I've been manifesting, taking better care of myself spiritually and physically Um, and now that I'm kind of like getting over on the other side and looking at myself from a past standpoint, it's like girl, what were you doing? Like this wasn't cute. This was really ugly and some of your ways were really ugly and now I'm reading about um, you know, the power of my subconscious mind and how I have the ability to change my thoughts. I can create whatever the fuck I want to create and I can do whatever the fuck I want to do and can't nobody stop me but me and but if I am tapping into my subconscious, then I can't even stop me, you know? Right. Um, and then I'm also reading about quantum jumping. It's like learning. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so now. I'm trying to look at myself from a future standpoint. I think me and Anika talked about this the other day. It's like I'm looking at myself from the other side of the door, and the only person that can get through the other side of the door is me. So mm-hmm. I'm just... I let trauma and abuse and my past circumstance like standing my way for way too long mm-hmm. and as people and as humans we like to we we say we don't like negativity but we like that negativity because it comforts us like a blanket and we can always have something to lean on and stand on and be warm in this shit ain't mm-hmm. cute so yeah. that is my audacity for myself i'm growing i am learning some days I cry for no reason, but I know it's because I'm shedding those layers back and yes. putting my motherfucking muffin cap back blue. So okay, <laughs> and it's okay, it's okay to feel right. that way because I be I be crying too, and you know my girls be the first ones to tell me, "Go ahead, get that, get it out now." <laughs> you know, you just feel so cleansed, and like after you have that cry, it's like you just feel cleansed. You feel better. You feel pure mm-hmm. <sighs> it's been a journey and I know I have so much further to go but um, it, like day by day I'm excited like okay what am I learning about myself today like it's, I'm, ex- I'm I'm glad that I'm on the other side of that so right. um, past Brittany like you're, you're never going to stop me I'm not going to let you stop me again future Brittany I can't wait to meet you 
I know you're fantastic. I know that you are a fucking badass. I know that you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. And you've done it. And I just can't wait to get up there and meet you, girl, and give you a big-ass hug. So, that is my audacity to myself. That's why I need to talk to my higher self, honestly. Me too. Bitch, I'm coming for you. Yes. You got a fat ass, and I love you. (laughs) You got a fat fat ass, ass. a small (laughs) stomach. Come for that motherfucking wig, bitch. Do you hear me? I'm coming. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Be telling myself, like, bitch, I know you got a big-ass house right now. I know you got room for me. Yes. <laughs> I'm I love no. it. I love okay. it. Okay. Any audacities for you, Did you decide, girl? Okay. As I'm coming up in my baby spirituality stage, I'm a toddler and I made four agreements. All four of them I made Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And all four of them I broke today. <laughs> Fuck it. Damn. I'm, we just we just listen. I'm not gonna go into detail, but I have to get this off my titties because I'm so pissed off about it. <laughs> I cannot with you. <laughs> this okay. I mean chest and titties so, is the same thing. <laughs> pretty much. They are adjacent. Listen. So I'm tired of giving Mildred Hubble a permanent spot on this podcast. Oh, if you don't know clear, Mildred Hubble is my boss at work i hope they'll never come across this podcast because she will be definitely red y'all get y'all um, purses out now start to get change out so we can take collections <laughs> from her for you to say like <laughs> nah so i wonder if you google mildred hubble what will come up okay we'll do that later but anyway We're just gonna imagine her name this- well, I mean, Mildred Hubble's a name I made up for her in honor of how the frumpiness because she pissed me mm. off. So anyway, she asked me to partake in a very strenuous project that involved 800 quantities of an item. Now, you know, me being a team player, I went ahead and participated in something that took two days for me and a couple others to help. And today she realizes just a shit in my face because that's what I needed on my Friday. She says, hey, you know what, we are going to have to redo, and everything has been put back up in a way, we're going to have to redo the whole process because I left off one telephone number. And I'm looking Mm. like, but it's 800 of them though, so you want me to do what now? You want me to redo the whole thing? And I even said, wait, but it's not it's not April 1st. (laughs) Like, oh, oh no, I'm not kidding. Oh, we are serious! Wow. Oh, I have been coming an hour early for a couple days because I wasn't going to say later. And now it's just kind of like all that is shit because shit on because you made a mistake. Mm-mm. I, nigga, this is the big, the biggest, fattest nigga with the widest back that pissed me off today. I hate to get this ratchet, but <laughs> I have to let this off, like I said, because she really feels like it's no big deal. This sis proceeds to come out and pretend like she wants to help, okay? She wants to help, like, oh, I'll do it. Yes, bitch, you should be doing it all by yourself because this is your fuck up, and you won't even figure out a better solution that's more cost efficient than to have me out here and whoever else redoing this shit. So then sis wants to come out and say, oh, well, maybe we should do it like this. Excuse me, ma'am, what we're not going to do is dictate how I'm going to do my fucking process. If you want to do it, then you do it. And I looked at her and said, that doesn't make sense. That's putting more time into you know the that's gonna make me it's gonna take longer mm-hmm. she got an attitude and left <laughs> bye. bye 
How you gonna get mad because I don't want your funky ass opinion and directions? Fuck wrong with you. And I... Well, well, wait, hold on now. Anika, what happened to Team Player? <laughs> you know <what? laughs> and I'm gonna tell I cannot wait to say this is this is my problem with being a team player. When I gotta play extra defense, I don't get no extra coins. My check still looks the same. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to play. <laughs> And so my audacity goes out to that bitch. And if you ever listen, you are a bitch and I don't like you. Thanks. Mm. <laughs> so can I ask you if you knew oh, that Mildred, Mildred Hubble was a real character? Did you know that? Was she now? Because I'm I'm pretty sure I got that from somewhere, but the origins are very foggy. Who is she? Mildred Hubble is a protagonist in some children's books, and she's a witch. She's a very mean witch in this in these books. Well, there you go. Oh, she's a mean witch. Perfect. Yes, it's so, called the so, books are called the worst witch. <laughs> so this project is gonna take you until Monday, huh? Um, actually, I did not finish, so I don't know who is gonna finish it after <gasps> I left because I made my boundaries very clear in the sand. I am leaving. I'm not doing this shit on a Friday. I will pretend like I'm being the team player and help before my shift is over, but I'm not coming in early. I'm done. I cannot redo it. I, if those of you who know me know that I don't like doing something again, addressing something again. I don't like the whole repeating process. Right. I'm not doing it. Right. Mm. That's too much. So, that's too much. I mean, and that's on that's that's on period. That's and that's on that's some audacity. <laughs> that is that's on the twelve disciples, baby. The tw- yes, the twelve is. disciples. Bro. <laughs> Do you guys have TikTok? Yes, I love TikTok. Okay, me too. I'm on TikTok. Follow me, Claire Lyrics. I do hilarious little videos. Me and my girls be on there too. It's popping. John showed me one today. I missed. I didn't see that one where you was saying you didn't. You didn't care, and that was funny. Like, oh, I don't care about what you. The one Brittany brought. Yeah, I was like, damn, I didn't see that. But I said I was gonna get on TikTok and do a little something, but. You know, the social media be making me nervous, but I'm going to get my life together. I feel you. You're such a grandma. All right. Okay, I'm, I'm calm now. Okay. So we got one last segment, and that's our manifest, Manifesting Monday segment. And um, I said that I was going to start talking about chakras and all that kind of stuff. So, Claire, I thought it would be a really good idea to introduce it while you were here. Since yes. we're talking about spirituality. So I want to talk about the root chakra. And can you give us some information about the root chakra? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the root chakra deals with um, your survival mode, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's either your survival mode or... Um, it's Because I always get them confused. Root and sacral. It's the, it's the uh, survival chakra. Yes, it's the survival mm-hmm. chakra. There you go. Um, and it is one of our first initial things that we are always operating in. So your root chakra might be very super, super big because you're always trying to survive in this society. And the society mm-hmm. wants us to always be focusing on surviving. But a well-balanced root chakra um, is somebody that is very grounded. And somebody who has a sense of financial freedom as well. So... Mm. Mm. Well, pull my wig back. <laughs> I had no idea that it was associated with financial freedom. Mm-hmm. 
And that's funny because that's one of my goals this year is to, you know, be financially free out of debt and, you know, my debt to income ratio, get that down a little bit. So that's oh, really yeah. interesting that she said that. So how you want to balance your root chakra if you don't know how to is like um, you hear people go outside, you know, you hear people say, go hug a tree if you're upset or whatever, you know, literally you can hug a tree. I know it sounds weird, but hug some trees, yes. incorporate some plants into your house, um, go outside barefoot, touch the, touch the ground, touch the earth because your root chakra is your ground element. <clears throat> I mean, I'm sorry, your, your earth element. Um, and again, like I said, get some plants to raise your vibrations. Affirmations that you would want to use would be like, I'm deeply rooted, I'm secure, I'm safe, I trust myself, I am loved, I am whole. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to do some scent association. So, like, patchouli is, like, one of my favorite scents now. So, patchouli. Mm-hmm. Um, I helps. love patchouli. It smells so good. So good. Especially when you burn it. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Patchouli. And then you want to do, like, if you're into crystals, you can do jasper, garnet, or bloodstone for your healing chakras for the root chakra. That's all I have. Oh, and the color association would be red. No way, Brittany. Wait a minute. I just want to tell y'all that I have a red shirt on and the whole root chakra just like stashed my wig back a little bit because me and Brittany were talking about financial stuff and mm-hmm. um, I've been thinking a lot about that and then, okay. And then Confirmation. <laughs> wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's located at the bottom of your spine, and one reason why your root chakra may be blocked is because, you know, you are paralyzed by fear of doing something. So, like, if that project that you have is not really working out, then your root chakra will be blocked because you're scared of, you know, this task or whatever that you're trying to complete. But, yeah, that's a little bit about the root chakra. Yes. It deals with the I am. Yes. So, okay, y'all, let's wrap this up. Me and Nika always say it's not going to be a last, you know, long episode. We're going to do like 30 minutes. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> and here we are over an hour again. So, Claire, please tell the people where they can, you know, follow you and reach out to you on social medias and your EP as on, well. Yes, I am on all platforms um, at Claire Lyrics, C L A I R E. L-Y-R-I-C-S that's YouTube, iTunes, Facebook, <clears throat> Spotify, Tidal, Google Play, um, SoundCloud. I have another um, mini single that I will be dropping on Valentine's Day um, called Foolish. So be on the lookout for that. Um, I'm excited to hear that one. Mm-hmm. My business um, is formerly known as Zarai Essentials, but it is now Zarai Co., so you can follow that as well at zarai.co. So Z-A-R-I dot C-O. And I have all herbal skincare products for acne, eczema, hyperpigmentation, dark marks, your toners, your um, soaps, moisturizers, and um, just the overall everything you need for an at-home facial. Great. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, ladies. You're welcome. Anika, do you have any church announcements? church announcements do you have any announcements sorry <laughs> i know you did not just say <laughs> what i thought you we're said. taking that out 
we just want to say that uh, we have a volunteer with the uh, the deacons and deaconesses on Sunday <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> Who is gonna make the uh, the first of the month spirit breakfast? And then I also got somebody you. somebody is is blocking the pastor's uh, 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 parking lot. Move so, your car. Move. License ended it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and one more thing, I didn't want to address this in front of the whole church. <laughs> but uh, to whoever walked in on the pastor and Miss Minnie, it was definitely innocent. It was innocent. Okay. It was nothing going on with me and her. <laughs> also, for the mothers that's bringing your baby to child care, bring the baby some diapers. We got a little Jerome walking in a one diaper and he needs a six. We can't keep taking away from other babies. <laughs> a missionary project that we're trying to get out for, <laughs> for the summertime to go to Africa. Listen now, I know y'all got y'all taxes, so go ahead and put some money to the side. And don't forget about the church fund. We're building the building now. These are not, This is not included with your tithes. These are three separate offerings. <laughs> we take checks and we just installed the ATM in the back, so go ahead and bring your asses out there for the Lord's sake. <laughs> don't forget pastor has a cash app uh you I can also cash app the pastor what else you said pastor a beam he said he got a uh, he got beanmo he got everything um i really feel like you guys should have a segment called um church announcements well I, you know what i swear i was just thinking i'm about to say this is a new segment idea and I can't wait because we doing all the churches all over the world. All the churches. Go. It's going to be First Church of Christ Church. First Church first. of Water Church. Lord, <laughs> that's funny because we came from Church of Christ. Lord have mercy. Oh. When we get to the Kojic one, I'm cutting the fuck up. Bam. Okay. okay, all right. So, okay, I have an announcement. Y'all make sure that y'all check out www.blackgirlmanifest.com. I'm kind of changing the trajectory of the blog a little bit. So what we're doing now is we're creating a series of women who are Black women who are writing letters to their younger selves and to their future selves. So it's going to be really enlightening. I have the people, Claire, if you would love to write a letter, then I would love to have you. Yes, absolutely. Um, I've had a couple people reach out to me already and like, hey girl, like this is hard. Like this is, you know, I'm making a couple people tap into, you know, some emotions. So I can't wait to see how it works. I think I'm going to do it like week by week as I, you know, get more and more people. But I'm very, very excited about it. And I am ready to see the results of it and see how many people connect with it. So make sure I take care of it. Black blackgirlmanifest.com okay all right all right claire again thank you so much for joining us thank you ladies i i, I had a great time being on here i laughed um i was able to share some thoughts and i hope to be back sometime in yes. this year for sure <laughs> yeah we'll have you back for sure yes all, all right you. guys we'll see you later real niggas linking up girl okay. Peace. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>